Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is October 30th, 2020. Uh, No segments for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I was reading an article on the internet. It says uh, Florida State is committed to playing, developing true freshmen. And this came out yesterday. Um, the only uh, guy that hasn't really been played a lot and should have been played a lot probably the most out of these true freshmen is Lawrence uh to Philly I think he has the biggest upside of all these freshmen okay um <clears throat> I like Stephen Dix I like DJ Lundy uh Robert Scott has played pretty well um Tate Rotomaker is going to be a player one day. Josh Griffiths plays well. He um he actually tries to fight to get to the quarterback. Um but for whatever reason, the guy who I think could make could make the biggest impact to a Philly, they don't put him on the field. Now, like I said in previous episodes, LaDamian Webb and Ja'Shawn Corbin have have played solid, but I just think Tua Philly is better as a true freshman. That's just my opinion. And um you know, um Brian Robinson, Demory Tate, I wanna see those guys whenever they can get on the field. But, you know, I've been calling I call for the youth movement to you know, at the beginning uh, of the season after the after the Georgia Tech game, after I actually got a look at those guys, I was calling for the the youth movement because they actually believe in what the coach is trying to sell, and um, you got to do something. You know, like I said before, you got two weeks to prepare for Pittsburgh. You can't go out here and lay an egg, man. Especially on defense. You just can't do it. And and, and coming to the uh, meeting room after the game, the press conference after the game, and saying that you did not have this team ready to play, if he ever says that again, I think you have to really think about firing this guy. Because that's just unacceptable. At a Power Five program, the with the with the uh, stature of Florida State, you that's not that's not acceptable. Okay, you can say they were just a better team today, you know something to that effect. But you never say we we you didn't get this team ready to play. Not acceptable. <clears throat> Um, 
How do you beat Pittsburgh? They like to run the football. So, I mean, this is going to be a man-up type game. I mean, um, I was watching a uh, podcast on Facebook, and um, this guy was just breaking down the film. It's just it's just fundamentals. You know, on defense, it's just fundamentals. It's not that these guys can't play. They just, they're not. They're not doing the fundamental stuff to uh, stop the run game. And that's coaching. Fundamentals is coaching. So either the players are not accepting what the defensive coordinator is teaching or the defensive coordinator is not teaching it correctly. And like I said before, I think it's a combination of both. Um, we have to, the head coach has to get this whole team on the same page. You're the head coach drives the ship and you have to get this team going in the right direction. Okay. If the players on the field can't get the job done, then you put the twos in. If the twos can't get it done, you put the threes in. Okay, and if that doesn't get it, you mix and match until you get a combination of players that are going to go out there and play hard for for 60 minutes. That's really it. Um, I think you got to take a long look at Chubba Purdy um, during this bye week if, if you haven't already. Um, at any rate, you get him ready. Because I, I think we've maxed out on uh, Jordan Travis. I think he's reached his ceiling as a passer. <clears throat> Mobility and athleticism is off the charts. He's very limited as a passer. And you won't do the necessary things to um, make him more effective as a passer. He can do screens. And he can do traditional screens, bubble screens, smoke screens, whatever. And I say that every episode because you won't do it. You won't throw to Cam McDonald. Right? Who Who is arguably the second best receiver on this team. You won't get to a Philly on traditional screens. Who Who's probably your third best receiver. On this team as a true freshman. And probably your best running back. You know this offense is built for playmakers. Well we're not getting the right playmakers on the field. Um, The offensive line has played well. I will give them credit. I bagged on the, the offensive line. 90% of this podcast since I started it. But. Like I said before, give give the offensive line coach credit. He's made those guys better. And um, we haven't been able to take advantage of it. Um, you know, I'm not a big fan of a coach yelling and screaming, but you got to do something to um, boost the uh, – 
sense of urgency on this team. Like, I just, I, I just don't see it on the field. I just don't see a team that is, that has a sense of urgency to win. They're just playing just to play. And you, when you play any sport, you want to win. I mean, I, I just hope you're not out there just going through the motions, just having something to do. You you know, most, even at the high school level, you put so much time and effort into the sport, the game. And the game is supposed, when you actually go out and play games, that's supposed to be the payoff for your hard work during during the week. But this team, Florida State, they don't treat it like that. They just treat the games as like, we're here. We showed up, and um, just, just, just uh, overall team effort needs to improve everywhere. Um, and I, I don't know how you do it. I mean, you can bench guys, you can embarrass them on national TV. I don't think that's gonna change anything. The only thing we got is two quarters of traditional Florida State football that that I can really point at and say, okay, we were back for two quarters. And that's really the last three seasons. That's it. Under any head coach. But again, I don't I Unless Norvell comes to another press conference in his career at Florida State and says he didn't have this team prepared, if he ever says that again, I would fire him. But under any other circumstance, I wouldn't. But don't, don't, no. That's unacceptable. you basically saying you didn't do nothing that week before the Louisville game. That's pretty much what you're saying, in my opinion. You didn't do anything. When you say you don't, you didn't have the team prepared. Like, come on. Um, you got to get Cam McDonald more involved in this offense. I would like to see him get at least five to ten opportunities a game. Um, the way that. The way that the 49ers use George Kettle, I think you could you could do that same thing with Cam McDonald. Maybe not as fast as Kettle, but um he's in he's in the same realm in terms of athleticism. They you just don't get to see it because they don't feature him like they should. But I think you could use him in that same way. Um, defensively, you know, like I said, my strategy would be blitz, blitz, blitz. You know, it worked in the North Carolina game. Sam Howell figured it out, but it wasn't until the end of the game that he figured it out. And I would just do different kinds of blitz blitzes to to basically attack if if i'm gonna get beat i'm gonna get beat attacking not 
read and reacting and um that's what you gotta do the kicking game the field goal we suck our field goal kicker is has missed he has the leg just not the accuracy the punter he's doing pretty good coverage teams are doing pretty good um defensive line linebackers secondary needs to improve i would move renardo green back to corner okay my safeties would be travis j and lars would be when Nigel dean comes back if he comes back I would do a 4-4-3 where I have um, DJ Lundy and Steven Dix in the middle. I would rotate them with Emmett Rice and Amari Gaynor. So you, you could rotate those four linebackers. And then the outside guys would be Nazar Dean and... Lars would be, and I would have Travis J as my deep safety. And I would play cover three and keep everything in front of me. And just those four guys at linebacker underneath, I would just zone that out. And I would squeeze my defensive lines into the gaps. Um, all the inside gaps. And just say, okay. Whatever you want to do. And I would blitz out of that. I would just do. I would rotate the blitzes amongst those linebackers. And just say beat me. That's what I would do. Or just come up with a whole different scheme. Where I have corners on the, on the field. And just blitz six. And play zero coverage. And see what happens. But just sitting back playing coverage is not going to work. That's that's not in our wheelhouse. Um, but I, I think, man, I thought the Louisville game, I didn't know the Louisville game was going to get out of hand like that. So I don't I don't know. This game can, could be a close game, it could be a win, or it could be a blowout. It just depends on which Florida State team is going to show up. It, it really could be either one of those options. It really depends on which Florida State team is going to show up. And we haven't seen the, the two quarters from the North Carolina game, we haven't seen that team in virtually any of the losses. So we'll see. So that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Please wear a mask. Please social distance. Please be aware of your surroundings. Please do research on flu and respiratory viruses. Viruses. Please do research on vitamins. Please go and vote. And as always, go Knowles.